Thank you for listening to A Call to Freedom, the audio podcast of Freedom Ministries Church located in Apopka, Florida. I'm Pastor Freddie Fillmore Sr., and I want to welcome you to our church. You can watch our broadcast online every Sunday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can also join us for Shabbat prayer every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Bible study at 7 p.m. on Thursday. For more information on how to watch or to submit a prayer request, please visit our website, acalltofreedom.com, or visit us on social media. The information is also listed in the show notes to this podcast. It is my desire that the message this week blesses challenges and encourage you in your walk of faith. Thank you again for joining us and I pray you enjoy the word. Welcome to another broadcast of a, a, a call to freedom. I mean that, that, that takes me way back to when we used to do the TV broadcast but uh, because we are here because we're doing live streaming uh, it, it, it is still pretty much the same because we are ministering to you uh, the Word of God. And before I go into it, I, I just would like to have a word of prayer. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Father, we thank you for our life, health, and our strength. We thank you for the grace of God. We thank you for your peace. Father, you said, Father, peace with all men, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Father, we embrace you. We embrace your Word. Uh, we embrace what you have in store for us. So, Lord, as we listen and as the people are listening to uh, your word today, I pray, God, that you would change hearts and change minds. God, that they might change their hearts and change their minds because you have left it up to us to make that change. You've done what you came to do. You went to the cross of Calvary and you died so that we might have a, a right to the tree of life. We have that now because of what you did. And we say we thank you, and we call it done right now in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This week coming up, we have on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, we have uh, Shabbat prayer, uh, which is hosted by uh, Pastor Jerry Gurley. On Thursday at 7 p.m., we have uh, midweek uh, Bible study, and I, I host that. Uh, again, uh, welcome to... Uh, this, broad, this Sunday broadcast. Uh, my message today is, is let's play ball. And it, it, it just seems that uh, much of what I do uh, centers around um, ball playing because that, that, that's what I did uh, in much of my life. But God used that to teach me some things about uh, who he is and, and how I am to live before him. Amen. So let, let's go into uh, the, the Word of God here. Let's play ball. First Peter chapter uh, 5, verses 1 through 11. <clears throat> now this is instruction to the elders. And I have elders as a coaching staff. Uh, I don't care how good a ball player you are, you need somebody to uh, coach you. Somebody to see what you don't see. Amen. It's important for us that, that, that God is the one that sees what we don't see. We think that we're living uh, according to what God wants, but he, he, he is the final judge. He knows exactly my motives. He knows exactly why I do what I do. And he is the one that is in position to make corrections. If I would listen 
for the voice of God. He makes corrections for what I need to do in order to improve my game. Uh, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. It says, The elders which are among you I exhort, who also am an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. It says, Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being example to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. It's important that, that, that you and I appreciate the fact that uh, this is a team effort. And because this is a team effort, uh, everybody on the team contributes. Whether you're in the game or whether you're on the sideline, you're in, you're, you're in a place where you can, you can uh, cry out to God. You, you can be a cheerleader for the one that's on the court, the one that's doing what they are proclaiming that, that they are to be doing. What, what am I saying? I'm saying that if there's, like with basketball, if there's 10 on the, uh, on, on, on the, on the team, if you're on the court, then you do what the coach is telling you to do. But if you're not on the court and you're on the sideline, you can, you can cheer us on. You can help your team by, by standing and encouraging the one that's on the team. You, you may not be in the pulpit, but do you understand? It's, it's not who's in the pulpit that matters. What matters is if where you are. You might be on the pew, and you can minister to people that's on the pew. Amen. You're on the team. And here's the thing that you and I have to understand. Uh, because, now, let me back up just a little bit. Here's what I understand. I know that there are ball players that's better than the one that on the team. But here's what you also got to understand. If you're not on the team, you can't help. I don't care how good you are if you are not on the team, which means you have to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, here's what happens. You are on the team. Amen. Then you can help. But I don't care how much Bible you know. I don't care how much scripture you can quote. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you are not on the team. And you can't help the team. Amen. It's important for you. It's important for me that I need all the help that I can get. So uh, if, you, if you're that good, and please understand, who God accepts to be on his team has not to do with how good you are. It has to do with, with, with God making choice of you. Amen? For God so loved the world. You and I were in the world. And being in the world, he made choice of us. And when he made choice of us, it was up to us then to open the door. He was standing at the door and he was knocking. And because he's knocking, it is for us to open the door. And as we open the door, Jesus would walk in and he would come in and sup with us. Amen? It's important for you, it's important for me that I appreciate. <clears throat> I don't bring anything to the table. All I got to do is say yes. Jesus has done everything that needs to be done. 
And all I need to do is to say yes. I have this thing that, that, that says that uh, I can have things for you. But I need to get it to you. I can tell you that I went to Winn-Dixon. I went to uh, whatever public, whatever grocery store there is. And I can say I gave them a check for $300 for your food. And if you never go down to Windex or to Perks or wherever to get that food, it's, it's just laying there. Jesus Christ has already paid the price. Amen. He's already paid the price. And for you and me, it's for us to appreciate the fact that it's a done deal. It's already, it's already done. Amen. Now, I, I said in verse um, 4 here that when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Now, I, I want to I go to 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 8. And here's what it says. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. And I'm saying God has no favors. To all them that love his appearing, God has no favorite. You got to be on the team. Amen. But, but this scripture in, in, in 2 Timothy 4 and 8 is letting you know that it's not just for me. If a team makes it all the way and they win the championship, my understanding is everybody on the team gets a ring. The players, they get a ring. The coach, get a ring. The, bo the uh, ball boy, he gets a ring. The trainer gets a ring. Everybody on that team gets a ring. So what am I saying to you? It does not matter. It does not matter what you did on the team as long as you did your part. Amen. Uh, there are some that are pastors, some that are preachers, some are evangelists, some that are prophets. It doesn't matter. And there are those that, that come and soak up the word. And you're soaking up the word in order that God might use you to uh, go out and proclaim his word. Uh, again, I'm saying to you, it's not, it's not just for preachers. It's not just for evangelists. It's not for just for prophets. It's for all those that love his appearing. And you need to get the word in you so that you love his appearing. When he comes and he appears before you, you can shout, you can give God praise when you get to know who he is. When you get to understand who God really is, you can embrace him. Let's continue. Likewise, ye younger, uh, submit yourselves to the elder. In other words, God is saying submit yourself to, to the coach. Submit yourself to Jesus Christ. Amen. And be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren 
that are in the world. Now, here's what you and I got to really understand. Sometimes we believe that if I get saved, all my troubles goes away. If I get saved, uh, I won't have no more trials, no more tribulations. Please, that, that is so messed up. And the words of people right now is jacked up. Why? Because that's not how life is. Jesus said, in this life you shall have tribulation. In this life, as long as you live this life, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have good time, bad time. They're all going to come. But when they come, be assured of this one thing. I said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I have God's word to bank on. Amen. I have God's word to embrace. And God's word said, I don't care how bad it gets. It, and I don't care what you do, even after you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I don't care what you have done if you repent and turn to the Lord. He will reach out and pull you back in. Amen. There's nothing that you can do that it is so bad, so terrible, that God's hand is too short that he cannot reach you. He'll reach you. But, but you got to repent first. Amen. And when you repent, God is he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So it's important for you, it's important for me to understand that I have to resist the devil. But how do I resist him? Steadfast in the faith. I got to believe the word of God. I got to believe what God is, has said and is saying to me. And God is talking to me at all times. Amen. But is my ear, are my ears open that I'm can hearing? That I'm hearing the word of God. God is so faithful. God is faithful. Even when I don't think he's there, when I don't think he knows where I am, He's there, and he's there to take care of my need. But, but he will take care of my needs as, as I request of him. God, I know sometimes I, I ought not complain, but I do. And when I complain, uh, he is there to hear my complaints. But he's saying, I, I don't want you to complain. I, I want you to believe my word. Amen. I want you to believe my word. And as you as I believe his word, then I will see God for who he is. Uh, are, you, are you hearing me? You will see God for who he is. In your darkest hour, he is the light of the world. In your darkest hour, he is light. You stumble if you walk in the darkness. But if you walk in the light as he is in the light, he will draw you to himself. Amen. You will know uh, which step to take and when to take it. It's important for you, it's important for me that, that uh, let's play ball. Now, I want to draw your attention to this fact alone. And it's, it's one that, that in your natural sense, you kind of shun, you kind of push it away because it doesn't seem right, doesn't seem proper. But, but here's what happened. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're playing basketball, football, soccer, uh, everybody has a role to play that the team might win. But here's what God is saying to you. Uh, you play your game. I've seen time when the coach would call timeout because you're not playing your game. Uh, you are a running team 
and you got the, this team is slowing the ball down and you slow down with them. When you get the ball, run. That's your game. Don't let anyone get you off your game. Don't let uh, the, the, the opposing team get you off your game. Amen. If you press, and it takes a lot of energy out of you to press, a full court press, it takes energy. But here's what the coach would do. He will have you running without the ball. He will have you run so that you get so conditioned so that even being tired, you're able to make the shot. Why? Because you learn to shoot it being tired. You learn to uh, shoot it being downtrodden. You learn to shoot it when things are not going well. You learn to shoot it when things are not going right. Amen. And because you grow up under that, when your time comes to excel in the game, God is there with you. Amen. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you is what he says to us. I'm saying be who God has made you to be when he changed your life. You need God to change your life. I needed God to change my life. I was, in 29 years, I was jacked up. I was messed up. I was totally undone. But the good part is, he told me, forgetting those things that are behind. But I thank God for that. <laughs> forgetting those things that are behind. And he said, look forth to those things that are before you. Don't look back. Here's what a, a, a track coach would tell you. When you are running your race, you got to stay in the lane, first of all, and you can't afford to look back to see how close the next run is getting to you. Because when you look back, you lose your stride. When you look back, you lose uh, the, the tempo that God has given to you to run your race. Amen. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, but, but run the race, and with the energy that God has given to you, you run it. You run it until you cross the finish line. And I'm telling you, the finish line is when I'm out of here. When I'm dead, I'm out of here. I know that the, the natural man tells me that uh, I need to see how close he is to me. I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing stride when I do that. Amen. I'm on the court and I'm slowing down because they slowed down. This is not my game. What was I taught in training? What was I taught in practice? I need to keep that going. Amen. I'm saying let's play ball. And, and the, the, the other part that is, is, is so on target is, is, is this, that I got to enjoy what I'm doing. How many Christians have you seen and their faces say, I am enjoying this because their faces saying, oh, mm, oh, mm. man, give me a break. Enjoy what you're doing. And throughout scripture, he's saying rejoice in the Lord always. When things are bad, rejoice in the Lord always. When the other team is up, you rejoice in the Lord always thinking and knowing and believing that if you do it the way you were taught, you will gain on the opposition. But see, the battle is not yours. But the battle belongs to God. 
And I'm going to tell you, right off, God's going to win. I'll tell you this, God has already won. Amen? He has already won. You are on God's team, and you have already won. If you live it the way God has drawn the plans for you to run his place, you will end up winning. I'm saying to you that it's not a matter of, of, of where you're looking at and, and, and you're counting the scores. You count the scores and it seems like you're behind. Don't, don't, don't. You can't, you can't go by what you see. You can't get, go by what you hear. You can't get, go by what you feel even. You go by the word of God. God says you are a winner. And I'm a winner. You are a winner. Amen. All you got to do is, is do it the way the elders, the way the coach, the way Jesus Christ has said for you to do it. It said, but the, but the God of all grace, who has called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that we have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. It's important. It's important for you, it's important for me to understand where I am in the game of life. I need to know what the scripture has said concerning me. Once I repent of my sin and ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart, uh, that's when my life begins. Before I was just existing. But once I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, that is where my life begins. Because Christ, who is my life, when he shall appear, then shall we all appear with him in glory. But he is my life. I have to understand that he is my life. Let him be your life. And I don't care how. The devil does something to us sometimes and he appeals to our flesh. The Bible is very clear. Uh, all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. These things are the things that will destroy me because they're in the world. But Jesus Christ came and he got us out of the world. He called us out of the world. Amen? You're no longer in the world. You're in Christ Jesus. And in Christ Jesus, I live, I move, I have my being. Everything that I am, I have it because I am in Christ Jesus. So it's important for us to enjoy what we're doing. Amen? And I want to tell you, uh, you get a team that, 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 that's enjoying what they are doing. They're enjoying, and they don't have to uh, make the, the basketball all the time. Sometimes just a good pass that allowed you to make it. Sometimes just a, a thought that you give to someone, and they take that thought and they run with it, and God used them for his glory. It's, it's important. It does not always come from the pulpit. I'm saying to us, speak the word. While you're in the pulpit, speak the word. When you're not in the pulpit, speak the word. It doesn't matter where you are. Speak the word. Live it. It's important that you live the life that scriptures say that you can live. When you understand that you're not your own. He said, be strong, how? In the Lord and in the power of his might. So it has not to do with me at all. It has, it has to do with my obeying God. 
if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So it's, it's for me to be willing and it's for me to be obedient to what God is saying. And I'm not doing this on my own. I'm doing it in the strength of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When you're in your training, however you have trained, you, you have to go that route. Amen? You have to go as you have been trained. And everybody got a different function. Uh, I played guard. Every once in a while, I got a rebound. But I wasn't a rebounder. Amen? I had to do what I was called to do. How God has called you into his kingdom. You have to do what God has ordained for you to do and how he has ordained for you to do it. Amen? And when you do it that way, you, you're going to win. If you have in mind, I, I'm a winner. I am a winner. The scripture puts it this way. I'm more than a conqueror. Through Jesus Christ that loves me. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not only going to beat you, I'm going to beat you bad. Amen? I'm going to let you know that, that, that you're in a fight and you can't win. You can't win. Why? Because I'm sticking to the word of God. Jesus Christ has already won. He has already won. And I'm on his team. And because I'm on his team, it means then that I have already won. This is just a formality. This game that we're playing, this game of life, is just a formality. Once I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, this is just a formality. But I need to stay anchored in the Lord. I need to, I need to be steadfast in the faith that God has given me to believe his word. In my flesh, it just does not seem like it. But in the spirit, and God says this, uh, you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be, the spirit of God dwells in you. And I have the spirit of God. Amen. Jesus Christ came into my life when I accepted him as my personal savior. And as I accepted him as my personal savior, uh, he came to be a part of who I am. And because of that, all the tensions go away. All the stress leave my life. <laughs> Faith and stress just, just don't, don't match. Sometimes I fall off, I don't know whether fall off the wagon or fall on the wagon or whatever, but sometimes I don't do it like I should do it. And I allow stress to come in. But if I would, if I would take God at his word, and what his word is saying to me, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter how it happens. It doesn't matter to whom it happened. It doesn't matter from whom it is coming. If I would trust in the Lord with all my heart and lead not to my own understanding, but in all of my ways, acknowledge him. In all of my ways, acknowledge him. You're talking about a stress-free life. And I know, I know as long as we're in this life, the enemy is going to come in and he's going to try to put some things in to cause that stress to come up. The bills do, and I don't have enough, enough money. Uh, car payment do, and I don't have enough. Uh, God promised me that, that he would provide for me. He promised me that he would take care of me if I would do my part. Now, again, my part has to do with understanding from God's point of view what he is saying to me. 
Sometimes, sometimes my part might not be uh, that, that, that automobile that I have in my mind to have. It might not be the house that I have in my mind that I, I want to have. But I need to trust God that God, as long as I'm obeying your word, that's what you're going to do. You're going to provide for me. You're going to take care of me. You have said you will never leave me, neither would you forsake me. So let's play ball. Let's enjoy what we're doing. Uh, let's have fun. Amen. Uh, don't, don't play their game. Always play the way that you were trained. Always run in the circle that, that, that God has positioned you uh, to, to walk in. Amen. We just thank you for this word of God to, uh, today. And we thank you for you that are, are, are listening. And I just pray that, that something that was said today would, would, would titillate your mind and your heart to the point that uh, you want to change. If, if, if you're already saved, praise God. Get strong in the Lord. If you're not saved, that same Jesus that died on the cross of Calvary, that same Jesus is there to pull you in. All you have to do is repent of your sin. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how bad you have done it. And I don't care how deep that you were in doing that. When you understand that all God requires of you is to repent of your sins. And you can do that, Mr. Madam. You can do that. Amen. Let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for our life, health, and our strength. We thank you for the grace of God. We thank you for your peace. And we thank you for your grace. We thank you, God, that you have called us with a holy calling. You're the God of righteousness. And because you're the God of righteousness, God, we take on the person of Jesus Christ. We take on your righteousness. We take on your holiness, God. It's not ours, it's yours. But God, when we accept Christ as our personal Savior, you bring us into the family of God. And being in the family of God, we appreciate the fact that Jesus Christ is our elder brother. And he has made a way for every one of us. And there's a crown of righteousness that's waiting for every one of us that accept Christ and walk in accordance with his word. We thank you and we call it done in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise again. And again, once again, uh, if you would tune in on Tuesday uh, for Shabbat, on Thursday for a week Bible study, a weekly Bible study, and, and on Sunday at 12 o'clock for our noonday service. Thank you guys for tuning in. The word of God that I've spoken today, uh, get scripture, uh, get your Bible and, and read it to see if God is saying the same thing to you. Read the scripture for yourself. I, I want you to accept what I'm saying, but more than, more, more, more than just that, I want you to Read it for yourself that you will know. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. You don't know that Paul is following Christ if you don't know what God is requiring of you. But God is saying, speak my word. We thank you and we appreciate you tuning in. Have a blessed day. Again, from Freedom Ministries, have a blessed day. Amen. I pray that you were strengthened by the word. If this message touched you in any way, please let us know by reaching out to us online or on social media. Also, please share this podcast and help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you would like to donate to our ministry, you can do so by going to our website, a call to freedom.com, or go through Cash App 
We are Freedom FMC. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you until we meet again. Amen. Amen.